You are listening to the Shit You Can't Make Up podcast, a conversation with friends, hosted by Marisol Sanchez. Hey, before we start the show, we have to remind you of our great, great sponsor, BetterHelp.com. Convenient, affordable, private online counseling, anytime, anywhere. BetterHelp.com. It's professional. All the counselors are licensed and accredited. It's affordable. Pay a low flat fee for unlimited sessions, and it's convenient. Do it at your own time and at your own pace. How easy is that? Check out BetterHelp.com. Now, let's go on with the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for checking in. Um, I'm going to try this um, succinct intro. It's this new concept I have for the podcast (laughs) to get right into it. Um, I have uh, Beth on the podcast, my friend who has been um, a consistent guest since the beginning. So um, I texted her and asked her to come on because... Not planned. We've always done one in December. Yeah, I didn't even know that until you said it. But when I look back, yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah. It used to be one of the most downloaded ones up until this year. The Kardashian one? um, Well, that was one of them, too. But no, I I, uh, titled it Chasing Norman Rockwell. Oh, right. Exactly. Um, Which, actually, I used that phrase recently in something. I can't remember what project, but I I just said that. I think I said it for Thanksgiving. I remember um, that when we were talked about, it was uh, the photo with the Christmas tree that has yeah. like the presents all the way up to the top. <laughs> we identify a lot. <laughs> yeah, not as much anymore, but uh, yeah. for sure. I'm behind. How are you on your Christmas? Oh, I'm, um, I don't know because I haven't like sort of organized it, but we, we, I have now both sides of family have are all here in Wilmington. So my, oh, it's changing. Right? My side of the family is pretty much all here. And then my husband's side of the family over the last few years have all ended up here with the exception of his dad. And so now there's a whole lot of more gift giving when we used to not really exchange gifts at all. And so I'm sort of stressed out about that. And mm. also like, who are we giving gifts to? Are we giving gifts? Are you going to do like a pull out for the adults? No, well, like a couple of years ago we went to Christmas and I was caught off guard because everyone had a gift for me, but we hadn't, exchanged gifts in so long and so it was weird yeah yeah so but this year i feel like i have something for everybody but you guys have never like set up Mm -mm. rules or boundaries we've never well we had we did the draw a name for a lot of years but it doesn't really work because we were all in different we were never all together (laughs) so we would like get your gift and you would give your gift but it was sort of random and you might even have a person who you actually had to mail the gift to so we cut that out about five years ago which for me personally i know a lot of people get you know, bummed out about that. I think it's great. Like just focus on the children. And that's what we did with when I was married with my in-laws was the adults exchange names and the child, everyone got the kids something. Yeah. Which I, I had no problem because there was a couple of years it was to everyone. And that was, it was a job. It was a part-time job to, you know, 
yeah get everyone on the list something yeah something and it's really yeah it's stressful sort of and you know my side of the family we do that's a blissful thing about being divorced i don't have this problem <laughs> I, have any I just, I just okay. nothing i just gotta buy my kids some stuff no, good. <laughs> on all sides. my side of the family we still draw names which is funny because it's half the people you don't want to get because they're like really, really hard to buy for and like super critical of gifts. Yeah. So I always get one of them and I have one of them this year too. But it's funny. Um, this is a different Christmas for us because my kids will be here. Usually okay. they've always gone to, um, to my in-laws, um, since the divorce with, you know, my blessings. Yeah. Um, well, you used to go to the, you. You would go. That's married, what they were, and then yeah. they went after your divorce. They continue to go, so they're not going to go this year. <clears throat> well, you know, every the the situation has changed yeah. a lot. The childhood home of my ex husband's um, been sold, and um, my father in law passed away. Gosh, I think it'll be two years in mm-hmm. January. So. Um, there's not really a, that big family yeah, that big face fa- anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's a natural progression. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of interesting because my kids and I have been talking about, oh, I told you not to make do that. <laughs> you, you always tell me not to make any noise, and you just con- consistently just make noise the whole right time. Here. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> besides having a scratchy throat, I'm super tired. I've been, like, working the midnight oil. Oh. I've been working with uh, people in India, and I don't really even know what other – uh, countries overnight. <laughs> so I'm a little tired. Um, <clears throat> but, um, so yeah, so we're like, we're excited because it's sort of like a new version mm-hmm. of, um, and we we're talking about wanting to do new traditions and, um, it's, it's kind of fun. Um, what do they think about not going? Uh, do they, oh, the, about that tradition? Are they okay? Or I think they, the older two, just I, even maybe the third, I think everyone just feels like it's a natural, you know, it's just that's where we are in life today. You know, like that, those Christmases were amazing and beautiful. And, you know, like I say, I get to check that off my list. They, they had magical Christmases. Like I was, it was, it was probably around Thanksgiving, but at some point when we started to see the holiday stuff, both my girls were um, going like, oh, my God, I love Christmas. I can't wait for Christmas. I'm so excited for Christmas. Right. And it just made me so happy. And my son's like, um, <laughs> why? Why does it make you so happy? And then I just answered honestly. And I was just like, well, you know, I just had a really hard time with Christmases my whole life. I didn't like them. And so to hear my children say that it makes them happy, just, you know, I started getting teary-eyed, too. And I was just like, it just makes me feel like I did something right as a mother. And my son's like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's your bar. Happy Christmas. Happy. Oh my god. Well, I love because I think my kids. That's what I was asking about the tradition. Is like, I'm a traditional person in the sense that I do the same thing year after year after year without changing. But like, I don't know how important it is to me. Like, if somebody said, "Hey, let's go to the Bahamas this Thanksgiving," (laughs) I'd probably be like up for it. But if hit 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 hit, I know. Well, I'm like next year Bahamas party of one (laughs) because Thanksgiving was rough. But um, but it was interesting because my girls and son. They're all about like the tradition. Like, well, we can't, I don't, Avery, my 18 year old said, I don't feel like it's Christmas until we hang the garland on 
the staircase, which every year, my husband hates that garland, <laughs> hates it. And so it's like a huge, you know, like, oh, God, are we going to do that again? And then you have that, and you're like, well, I guess we have to, because this won't be Christmas. My but, youngest does that, like, um, she, she came into my room. We have the elf on the shelf, which if you don't have, if you don't have start, don't start. Yeah, I, I never started. Yeah. Um, and it's been chewed up by some dog at some point. <laughs> of course it has. And then they changed it and I wasn't going to go look for a new one. So I'm, I, I very quickly realized that this was a mistake. This elf on the shelf thing and the advent calendar. <laughs> the cute little target train and tree and, um, but anyway, she comes in and she's like, "So and so's mom uh, does this. You know, the the elf created slime. Like these elaborate things are being done with these elves." And I was just very honest, and I was like, "If those are your expectations, <laughs> like I'm okay with this tradition <laughs> going, going away. away." Some of them are looking at they're like, "We've." She I've was never horrified. done Elf on yeah. the Shelf, so this Elf on the Shelf does not stress me out yeah. because I've never done it. Brilliant. Don't do it. The youngest child is 13. Not going to happen. Yeah. Um, done. Yeah. But so I, when I see the Pinterest pages of all the like adorable mischief those little elves get into, I just enjoy it. But like, I think it just brings out horror and dread. It's, like, <laughs> like yeah, you pull it out, like, and so we meet again <laughs> on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 yeah. But I did take it out and I moved it up around for her, and she was. And she, but to your point, she was like, "No, this is tradition. You have to have you know, Fred the elf on the shelf." I was like, "Okay." Like the one person who might be listening that has like children that are you know very very young and you haven't gotten into tr- traditions don't do elf on the shelf don't do a lot of presents like yeah like the three do the, th- the three presents or do the like if you're i guess you do the three wise men presents or if that's not your thing do like something to read something you want what's it i can't something you read something you want something you need and I don't remember, yeah. like, something else like that. <laughs> like, do something minimal. Yeah. yeah. I would, if I had gone and, back, and, that ship um, sailed at my Save house. yourself a lot of stress and money and, frankly, heartache. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm not, I mean, it's the fifth, and I actually start, I have already wrapped gifts, but somehow my Christmas gifts have evolved to the, with the kids that they're set things, I get them every year, like mm-hmm. a book. Yeah. <clears throat> so I already got that, you know, for yeah. them. Um, then there's, um, I always get them a blanket, like the coziest, you know, blanket I can find that year. Yeah. I don't know why, yeah. <laughs> but it was just something that happened and they now like look forward to that new you yeah. know, fuzzy blanket. Um, That's right. I, we, I give a book and every year, and then I also just not intending to, but give a blanket every year. That's so funny. Oh, that's that funny. Yeah. This year, um, both my older children lettered in cross country and so I saw this really cute idea and I just ordered like it's a um, it's a blanket and you applique their letters Aww. on the corner of the yeah. blanket which is a, yeah. I thought was I don't know I've done that I've done that I did a I did one which was a collage of pictures from the mm-hmm. year and it's it, they made fun of but it's one of their favorites I think because it like uh, one of them is like an Instagram picture 
of my son and he was kneeling in that Tim Tebow thing <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it had like a name of a girl that liked it. It was just yeah. like the time in history I picked was kind of, there was like Lola has a duck face like right in the middle of her blanket. Very narcissistic. <laughs> Very narcissistic blanket. But uh, the, like that stuff is kind of done. But um, the sort of extra stuff. The, the real game, excuse me, well, you have like three children. I have three children, and I find every year, and it varies among which child. There's always one that there's so easy to buy for, and there's so much stuff that they need or that's perfect for them. And then there's always the one that like there's nothing. Yeah, that's I'm in that with the two the yeah, girls endless. Yeah, and especially now they're both in that makeup craze, Hair, clothes, jewelry, yeah, yeah, all of that um, beauty products. There's just endless you know, mm-hmm. opportunities to make them happy. But my son is, he's like even a double-edged sword because even if I do find something he likes, he'll be very like questioning about how much it costs me. <laughs> yes, very critical. Like, how much it costs me? Was it necessary? You know, he's <laughs> lovely. God, he's such an old man. Um, so I'm a, I, I mean, it's the fifth, so I'm not really technically behind, but I would like to be. But I mean, my house is decorated, which I was happy about. Oh, wow. um, which you're is ahead, you're a step ahead of me. Yeah, which is my daughter. Thankfully, my daughter enjoys doing it. It was so funny because um, I left the house because <clears throat> there was like two Christmases I think since the divorce that the getting of the tree, the decorating it was as far from a normal Rockwell experience as could be. It was like a lot of sibling fighting mm-hmm. and like it was just like ah. right <laughs> was not happy go lucky. Um, so. This time I, I ran out to get something and they, the twins put the tree in the stand. It would just, it just went effortlessly. Like no fighting, no, no. And actually our friend got, um, our friend Amy, mutual friend, she's Lola's godmother. Okay. Yeah. So they were decorating the tree and Lola's godmother moved away right after Lola was born. But for like the first five years sent an ornament for Christmas. So in Lola's mind, this was something all the kids had gotten. So she's like, let's put our, you know, the other, one. the other two are like trying Score to for Lola. We're trying to figure out who their godparents were. It's like, well, yours were dad's ex business partners, and yours are your uncle and We aunt. don't talk to them. We don't talk to them either. We- <laughs> so it's kind of a funny little thing. So I texted Amy. I was like, so you know, you're the best godparent in the casa de Sanchez. You won. Um, so that was that was really funny. Um, but yeah, but that's. I think I am going to go out this New Year's, which is new. I haven't done that in a while. Oh wow! Okay. But um, you know, Cliff Cash, he was on the yeah. podcast. He um, he's hosting this New Year's thing, which is like a a da- uh, ask a re- uh, all request DJ, so you can request songs to dance. Um, then you have a champagne toast, but I'm pretty sure it comes in a can, not like a <laughs> flute. Um, and then, uh, like a light, a pretty decent light, a great lineup actually of comedians. So I was oh, like, fun. oh, for 20 bucks. Fun. Come join. All right. Um, I haven't been, I, we used to go out for New Year's all the time. Um, we did, then- we went out that one time. We had a great time, but then it was, we all kind of just ho- stayed home with the kids. Yeah. Well, I became, you know, I think once my kids got old enough to sort of understand New Year's and, like, they weren't old enough to go out themselves, but they were old enough to not want to be left behind with a mm-hmm. babysitter. And so we ended up stopping going out. And I would, we'd do like something fancy, like lobsters or yeah, something yeah. like that. And then I don't even really know what we do now. I mean, I'm kind of excited. Everybody's sort of now 
it's almost back to like now every pre. It's the same it, way in my house. Like, yeah, I still have a 13 year old, and so she's not out on New Year's Eve. But um, I bet you although might, she might like to be this year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my daughter will have a sleepover. Like I don't even mm-hmm. know who's home. They might be my exes. Yeah, you can. I haven't even thought about it, but I felt like I have enough of notice that yeah. I can get them situated. And I'm looking forward to it because I miss dancing. Like I if I could just go, go and dance. dance every once in a while, and you know, I could do midnight once. I think <laughs> I have to have an afternoon nap. But, um, exactly. <clears throat> so I want to do a year in review because. Um, oh, excuse me. I am burping. I have allergies. <laughs> I got scratchy throat. No, I, I have a scratchy throat. Throat too. <clears throat> Is it you? Think I think it's allergies. I don't know. I mean, it's December fifth. Freaking the fifth, and the, I'm looking outside, and the leaves are all yellow. I think it's all that whatever those fall <clears throat> blooming weeds are. Local honey, local honey. <laughs> I know. The local honey. Um, so this has been um, 2017, and I had put on my personal Facebook that it, it's I feel like one of the best years of my life. Like That's I, awesome. I um. It was just, it was just an awesome year. Like, it was just a great year. And it, in fact, this morning, as I was driving, coming back home from dropping off my kids at school, um, one of my neighbors, corner, like, not in my cul-de-sac, but Quarter Candy, which I, I passed their house several times a day. Caddy Corner. Catsy. Caddy Corner. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, has this huge sign that says joy, and it's huge. It's like half the size of a human. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember years ago, and I, can't, I was trying to place when. I know I've written about it or I've podcast about it, but I had driven past that and remember having a sinking feeling of, like, I don't know what joy is. You know, and it right. kind of set me down this path of, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was me. <laughs> set me down this path of, um, you know, self-discovery, trying to find joy, you know, you just everything or right. evolve. And, and um, I turned the same sign. It's been out there every year. Right. And um, I was like, yeah, I, I know what I can say. You know, I know that now. I know I know what joy is. Like, you know, like. That's awesome. You're in a great yeah. place. It's yeah. been a good year despite. It's been a good year. Despite all um, what we thought it was going to be. Well, it's just sort of not been great in that end, but you mean, uh, like, politically. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I told you I'm doing. With Celia Rivenbark, yeah, mm-hmm. Celia Rivenbark, who we had a great podcast a couple of months ago. She's a um, columnist and a humorist and author, um, and she's gotten very political this year in her column. Yeah, and um, we're doing a top ten what the fuck political <laughs> moments of uh, the Trump presidency. No, I, you know, I, I, I'm writing a piece right now about how Trump has made me more spiritual, like. Oh, wow. I see him as a fucking blessing. Like I do. Really? Like, yes. I <laughs> Did you ever like that? These words are coming out of my mouth. Or um, he, not just for me. I think he's a blessing for everyone because everything that's happening just seems like opportunities for conversations to be had, right. for beliefs to be looked at, to be, um, you know, some kept, some deleted, maybe. <clears throat> And I, I do. I, I, I don't think it's pretty. I don't think a catharsis, metamorphosis <laughs> is necessarily pretty. But I, I feel uh, like for me personally, he's made me meditate a lot more, which, you know, is good. <laughs> it's part of my practice. Um, 
he makes me meditate more. He makes me, um, when he angers me, like he taught me a huge lesson. I got really mad about Puerto Rico and I blasted something on my personal Facebook. And then this fight on my comment section came out between people that I care about from both sides. And I kind of learned the lesson between that and something else I had written before that upset someone I know. I was like, I have to be really careful with content. You know, it made me realize that I really want to be careful with what I put out. Like, you know, right. more reflective and less jerk, like my journal, personal mm-hmm. journal. <laughs> um, so he's just been blessing after, you know, I got to, I don't know. Um, yeah, awesome. He's taught me to, you know, people are constantly surprised by that. Like my liberal, you know, like, why aren't you so angry? Why aren't you? I'm like, you just became a liberal like a year ago. <laughs> me to unfollow a lot of people and also not be on social media too much but mm-hmm. and i try to get my p- political news i um i love the pot the npr political podcast and i listen to that like the roundup the wrap up yeah. but it's so funny because in today's in our environment today by the time you listen to like i was listening to it on the way here and today is Tuesday, and they record it on, I guess, Thursday. Yeah. So I was listening to it like so much is already probably three business days later, and it's like it's just it's not even relevant anymore because so much yeah. has so much happens every every single day. The yeah. news cycle is so fast; I don't even know how they keep up with it. It's exhausting. I was um, an acquaintance of mine was saying that uh, he he had gotten some bad family news, and he was kind of just in a not great place and he had never shut off the news thinking that it's something that you always have on you have to be uh-huh. aware you have to know you have to know and kind of just talking to him i was like just shut, shut it off. off if something really bad happens you, you'll know it'll, yeah you'll it'll come to you um you know a couple of days off trust me you're gonna jump back on and you're gonna be like oh nothing's changed and sure enough he did that over like thanksgiving holidays and we were talking about it afterwards and he's like just amazing it's you know i'm like yeah it's pretty sad and you know it's a cycle it's the news is just a cycle of shit there's nothing um you know i was reading somewhere or um they were suggesting four positive thoughts for every negative thought that you have okay is equals a a pleasant state of of being okay i don't couldn't tell you if you tested it for this long study. It was just something I read. And, and I was thinking to myself, there's no way if you're consuming the news that that's possible. Right. And it really that, doesn't even matter what, because just where the, you are politically. Yeah, it's just, not the, yeah. just the consumption mm-hmm. of that information on a 24 hour scale is you're, you're, I'm not good at math, <laughs> but mathematically <laughs> it seems like you're going to not be able to catch up. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. I don't think that's possible if you're consuming a lot of, yeah. So he's been like, that's been a blessing because, yeah. you know, I have no desire to, um, to get upset over his stuff. Yeah. Like I can, he's taught me a level of detachment. I'm still, I still like, I was very politically active this year. I still fucking felt like I called my senator every day there for <laughs> um, a while. You know, this last election, I volunteered for someone. So I feel like I'm still as active yeah. personally. But I'm not as personally affected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. you can, like, take the emotion out of it a little bit. Yeah. 
So what do you think your your high point of the year has been? <clears throat> Paris was you, – you just got that, back. Well, that's funny because I was thinking, what's my high point? Now, it's got to be Paris, too. We didn't yeah. go together, but maybe one, one year. Well, yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> um, I – I um sorry that we're in we're in the library we're in the library what someone's what car <laughs> um I you know when I take a subject that I'm interested in and I'll go study it mm-hmm. from like different perspectives take to this, the end of the natural much, conclusion yeah as much as I can so you know this has been my year of like trying to be open to stuff everything just really just whatever you want to come at with you know from any religious doctrine to Fuck! I keep okay. I have to tell the audience. I keep hitting the microphone, and right before we started recording, I uh, warned her not to. I was going to be beat down before we started. All the stuff I'm not supposed to. You're doing it perfectly, and I'm just sitting here silently. And you're like hit the mic three times. You're like jiggling the cords. You're hitting the table. It's all me. Um, But what what was I saying before I hit the thing? You're like you. study a subject okay so so i've been trying to be open to everything and so i got into this study of reincarnation because it comes in um a couple different cultures and a couple different social um not social spiritual texts i wanted to see like all right let's go at it let's go at it and so i was reading this one and it 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 goes to paris it said it was the first time that anything about reincarnation kind of was like oh well maybe you know because how I've ever felt in Paris, when I've gone to France is like I've been there before, like huh, you know, like okay. I just love Paris. I right. love um, it's the vibe, the energy. I don't know the food, yeah, <laughs> the, the art, uh, the people. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But um, when I read, I'm not giving it justice to what I read, and I'm not saying that I believe uh, in reincarnation. I'm just saying in that reading of it. It was talking about, have you ever, it, it was referring to, have you ever been somewhere where you felt like you've been there, you know, before? And I was like, oh, that's how I feel about Paris. That's like, so I, interesting. I just, um, yeah, yeah, I love it. We went, I mean, I went um, actually last month in November. It was a sort of a spur of the moment trip with a girlfriend who was turning 50 or turned 50 in 2017. And um, so spur of the moment, meaning we planned for about, a month, which is a, not very long when you're going to Paris for a week. But it's exciting. Yeah, it was very exciting. I was really, really excited to go. I'd been before, and so, like, I knew where I was going. So that almost made it more fun to, like, plan because I feel like I have – I'm sort of a planner in that way, and I just have a lay of the land. And um, it was so much different um, to go with, like, just a girlfriend than we went with, like, two couples last time. And we – it was just so much fun. We just walked around. We walked. We saw a lot of beautiful things, ate a lot of amazing food, had a lot of nice cocktails, but we walked. I think we walked. We were there five days. And Elizabeth, who is the um, woman I went with, I think we walked 37 miles on her. You know, she had a mile tracker on her iPhone. And so it was a lot. (laughs) It was a lot of walking. But we had definitely not like a relaxing, you know, holiday where you're like, oh, I feel so refreshed. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. It's time to go home. But the my favorite was I heard from a mutual friend of ours, like, I knew you were coming back. I, we talked about this a little uh-huh. bit once when you got back. Is um, I knew you were on your way back just based on social media, you know, that 
It was coming uh-huh. to an end. I didn't know what day. I didn't know we your flight. We were wrapping it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But I knew you were coming back. And then I, I go to have a drink with this mutual friend of ours. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to see Beth tonight. <laughs> she's hosting. I think you were hosting book club or something. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, she could just have logistically gotten off a plane within like the last 24 hours. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did. I got home on Thursday evening. And I hosted Thanksgiving dinner for nine people on Friday evening. So there was you that. are the hostess with the most. Is that? <laughs> then on then you work. Then, then, you I, the, then the, the next day I had to. Work. I'm a realtor, and so I there was I showed beach houses. I went all day. When I, when I say all day, I mean really all day, like nine thirty to um, like five thirty, and which was like, sort of exhausting. And then we went to our Christmas supper club, <laughs> which I didn't have any part of except just to show up, but. But you just landed was, in Wilmington and we're yeah. on the go. That's so, but I, you know, it was, I, it was okay. I mean, I felt okay. It's easier coming back. I don't, I'm not a vast traveler, so I don't, I think, I can't say, well, it's always so this for me, but like coming back is like easier to get back on track. But, um, when I posted a picture of the table for my Friendsgiving, the Thanksgiving for my book club that I had and like people were commenting, um, cause I, you know, taking care of us at the table and looked very Thanksgiving-y. And like, so a lot of people were coming and a friend of mine that is really more of just an acquaintance. And I wish I had her exact quote. And she said, um, she's like, that's what life is all about. Live every day to the fullest. And I'm like, I am doing that. <laughs> check, check, <laughs> check, check, Mark. Check. That's exactly how I feel. Like every day is just something like that. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's you're, what I yeah, feel about like Paris yesterday, today, Friendsgiving. nine people over for Friendsgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's how I think 2017's been like, um, it's just, um, yeah. I feel like I'm doing what I want to be doing. Yeah. Does that, you know, mm-hmm. and some of it's funny. Um, um, like this year, I didn't practice abstinence, <laughs> but I practiced. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> I practiced abstinence for me. Like, yeah, your, your brand of abstinence. My brand of abstinence, which, um, it, I've been, you know, in Buddhism and, and other, in yoga and certain cultures, they say that, uh, restrain your sexual energy so that you can use that energy for other things. And I find that <laughs> ironically to be true. <laughs> like, so he wrote a book. Abstinent wrote a book. <laughs> Managed a blog every week, a podcast. Like it's, it's the level of productivity of 2017. I'm not sure if it has to do with, you know, just living my life to, you know, the best I can or lack of, um, Spending that energy, not only just on sex, but even that just romantic entanglement, which you know, right? I can get like, you know, just not having that has been, so that's like another, it's like a Donald Trump surprise. Yeah. I did not know that, um, <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying I'm not, I mean, I literally had sex this morning, so. <laughs> but it's been, it had been, a long, it's probably been, you know, like six weeks since I got it, so. Again, for me, that's abstinence. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for me, that, that's for a you. long. Yeah, that's Marisol abstinence. That's very yeah. we're, we're all on a spectrum. Um, and then even before the six weeks, I think it had been months. You know, so it had been, you know, I didn't, in France, did not take up any. Frenchman? Frenchman. Um, so, and it's not from lack of opportunities, because I think I've hit that. 
sweet spot of cougar milfnish, which I do nothing. <laughs> I absolutely do nothing. In, you know, the barrage of um, requests come in. Um, so so, so I, I was thinking, you know, I was thinking as I was washing up to come here, I was like, you know what, I'm living my life. Because that's the only hour of the whole week that I had to maybe possibly, you know, have, you know, sex. And I was like, <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> um, and I felt good. So I felt relaxing. Yeah. PSA, well, have sex if you can. <laughs> um, if you're not abstinent. If you're not abstinent. And I'm not practicing abstinent. I was just trying I'm to. Just kidding with you. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. Focusing on that. Um, or not focusing on that, I think. Not focusing on relationships or right. a relationship has been. In its own way, very um, allowed you to focus on other things. It's just all that energy yeah. that I was expanding, you know, on a, a guy or relationship or lack of relationship yeah. or even just, you know, having yeah. a sexual relationship. I don't. Well, yeah, I think, like, especially when you're in, like, the, those kind of things, you get really in your head a lot. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're really in your head with that, then. It's been kind of nice. Yeah. Um so that's pretty good. And then the blog and podcast have done, you know, great growth. Awesome. Right that's direction. what it's supposed to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> so this, this year's been, it, um, Sinbad was, it, it was like changed for me. It, that's what, the, um, yeah. It, um, Sinbad interview. Just, I think personally, you know, when you have the idea to do something that seems scary and still do it. Even though it was just 11 minutes, it was 11 minutes. You know, it was good. That was fun. And then that got me to just feel more confident about, you know. Reaching out to other people. Yeah, and this town is, we're just so lucky. We have so many people in this town that are so freaking talented. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, and interesting, even if it's not a creative town. For a town of this size, yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on, for sure. It really is. So, um, that's been good. That's been fun. Um, and I've enjoyed Enjoying, do got the sponsor for a sponsor, yeah. so um, yeah, it's been a good, interesting year. I don't know where it's going. The well, you'll see, right? Two thousand eighteen, still evolving. <laughs> it's gotten more woo woo than um, the last podcast had. A, you know, non monogamous. We're really hopefully going to talk about non monogamy and. This swingers and that whole thing and it ends up being this like big woo-woo discussion <laughs> well that's okay it's pretty woo-woo right <laughs> the podcast is uh, but well, that's so, awesome yeah you've had a lot of fun stuff going on this year yeah <clears throat> so um 2018 we don't you don't do um i don't i don't do resolutions no i don't really do resolutions anymore and i don't do like the word like you know your <laughs> word intention or anything like that. What's so, that? Like where you pick a word for the year. Like oh, it could yeah, be oh, yeah. gratitude yeah, yeah, yeah. or intent or strong or what, you know, and that's sort of like your base word for the oh, year. Yeah. 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 I've heard of. That's something. Like, yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't do intentions cause that's two weeks, two weeks into it. I'm going to be letting myself down. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Promises you don't intend to keep. <laughs> um, 
I used to do it, but no, don't anymore. Yeah, yeah. But I do love the idea of a fresh start. Yeah. Well, I think it's funny because I think, like, I was going to say Americans, but I don't even think, I don't even know if it's Americans. Maybe it's, it's like, I think every part of the year we're looking for a fresh start. It's like, <laughs> January 1 is a fresh start. Autumn, fall is a fresh <laughs> start. <President's Day. laughs> Spring, a fresh start. School's out, a fresh start. That's Everything true. is, we're always like fresh starting. Yeah, it's very true. It is. I, um, yeah, 2008, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, it have a lot of things, um, in the pipeline. So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. And it's, it's kind of exciting. Yeah. To, to do you know that. what's coming up. Yeah. 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 You're like one of my friends who like always has like so many funny stories and so many things going on and like so much shit you can't make up. I have, I have quite a few. Well, I don't want to say quite a few. I have a handful of friends that are like that. And they're always like, well, so what's going on with you? And I'm like, um, I made pork chops for dinner. That's last actually, you went to Paris. Went I to did. Paris. I went to Paris. <laughs> you get to spend your days on figure eight. Figure eight is just beautiful. That's true. I do get to. Well, and this, but my days are not always spent on figure eight That's island, true. which is a really beautiful beach island here. But that's, um, um, that is not necessarily always. <laughs> but I will be there tomorrow. <laughs> um, well, thank you for coming on. I, I feel like. I only get to see you, not only, but mostly, when we do the podcast, so you're going to have to just always be a regular. <laughs> I know. We never get to see each other much. Well, you're busy. I'm busy. We're both busy, so and, unless you have an appointment for, like, well, doing it's this. Just fa- it's just like our phase, yeah. you know, did it again. The phase, <laughs> hit the microphone, the phases of, you know, of life change, and it's sort of like you were, you know, yeah. in one and not one. Yeah. So it's funny. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that. It's like, someone was like, oh, um, do you see Beth? I'm like I see her. <laughs> Luckily, when she does my podcast. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And lunch. We do lunches here and there. We'll be like, um, what's, um, I haven't seen yeah. you in forever. I need to see you. Okay, bye. <laughs> well, I was thinking I was going to, like, I was thinking through this podcast, I was going to give you my Trump what the fuck moment. Oh, yeah. But I can't, I need to, like, look at all of them to think. I know what I think is, like, the most disappointing for me, but that it's not really the what the fuck. But I think my what the fuck moment is when he was in Puerto Rico and he was throwing the paper towels. That's right. That's it made my top ten. Did it make your top ten? Okay. So I think that would be mine. <laughs> it was funny because uh, she texted me her list, and she could just keep going and going. Yeah. And going. Oh, I, think, I think a lot of people could, no matter, you know, where you fall on the political spectrum. Yeah. Like Trevor Noah did uh, on Comedy Central did a tweet bracket like last year, like the, at the like college you know basketball with a tweet bracket of like where tweets beat out each other to yeah. like be the best tweet. I don't know if he'll do that, but similar to that, there's yeah. so much you For could. Sure. Yeah, we had to just um, compile his tweets into one. Like, we couldn't even do individual oh, ones. So. Calling. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, next week, we'll have the top 10 what the fuck um, moments from the Trump presidency by um, myself and guest Celia Reibenbark. Thank you to Miss Lennon, my buddy, for thank coming you on. Thank for having me. Always fun. <laughs> and um, we will talk later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Marisol and make sure you listen to her every week by hitting the subscribe button and by all means share the blog and the podcast with your friends and family. 
Want more Marisol? Check out her blog at shityoucantmakeup.com or find her on Instagram at Marisol Podcast. Or of course, just like all the people you went to high school with, Marisol's on Facebook as well. I'm Sean the producer and you can hear me on Dadson, D-A-D-S-O-N, all one word, podcast, where a son and a father talk about different things that's going on in life. You can find us on Instagram as well. Hey folks, we'll see you next time.